correct. Something very interesting I've learned over a YouTube video about the science of thinking. Okay, many at times uh, we are doing things uh, uh, subconsciously because uh, we basically we have these two systems. Uh, this this first system is one where uh, I would call it short-term memory. The second one would be uh, long-term memory, of course. So uh, besides uh, being more than a memory storage, uh, these two functions, how uh, majorly how things work out in the brain as well. So uh, basically for, for things that we are doing, like simple things like walking, uh, picking up a toothbrush to brush your teeth, uh, smashing the, the button on the alarm clock. These are all subconscious, and it you, and it makes makes use of uh, the system one brain, which is short term memory. So this this part is where we where we also call the working memory that uh, registers very little information into our brain, and this is done with much ease as compared with uh, system 2 of our brain. So uh, many times we are required to think deeply in the course of our work. Of course not all work processes requires deep thinking because after a, after a while of deep thinking on a certain thing that you are brutally doing, it becomes what many people call the muscle memory except that it, the memory doesn't reside in our muscles but it is uh, embedded into our long-term memory. So after a while, it becomes part of the workflow and we are routinely adjusted to doing those things that we need to put deep thinking into in the first place. So uh, it becomes a working memory. It becomes something we do conscious, unconsciously or subconsciously, I may call that. So... The, the point I'm making down here, introducing these two systems, uh, I'm not uh, a proficient in this, just that I read it over uh, the YouTube video, and I did study a bit of psychology and understand a bit of how our brain works. So there is some truth to this, um, what we term as working memory and a long-term memory uh, brain processing functions. And uh, to the main point that I'm trying to make is uh, we should all, you know, uh, do uh, make use of the long-term memory processing so that it can uh, rejuvenate our brain functions, our brain health. You know, uh, if we slack, like we always do when we are lazy, it's like on a couch and just passively engages in some TV programs watching. Uh, our brain cells just die or they are misunderused. And so, I wouldn't say they, are, they die. Sorry, that's, that's not right. It's not a very scientific way of putting this. But uh, I'm just exaggerating. Basically, your brain will deteriorate faster than if you do rejuvenate your brain health and your mental strength by 
by doing deep thinking and besides all the things that you should do, having adequate diet, uh, exercising regularly to maintain your body health, physical health, as well as your mental health. So, yes, like I, like I said, you do need to exercise regularly or have a proper diet in order to keep your body in its healthy state of it goes with the brain as well so the brain needs to engage in a regular maintenance by doing some deep thinking uh, or going through the process of having to think about something is important to maintain the brain health so i i'm guilty of it for for a while i've been trying to laze around not doing anything very fruitful or eventful and having fun, uh, engaging in very passive things like watching videos and videos is one thing, watching TV programs that doesn't have an, any impact in my life except uh, to give me the emotions that I require uh, during a certain phase of life. So uh, now that I am in a new job, uh, which uh, I am out of my comfort zone, I have to engage in thinking uh, very often and uh, I find that I do uh, like behind in terms of uh, how fast I think over certain things, how fast I can solve problems, how confident I am to preach my points and uh, stand in my position. Uh, there are a lot of things I have to worry about now. I won't put it as worry, I have to uh, be engaged in now so uh, but it is good so getting out of the comfort zone is one way to make sure that you are thinking all right um, i think the next point that i have to make right now is about uh, the the issue with uh, advertise of advertisement or what we pronounce as advertisements so now with this uh with internet with youtube with the social media we see all kinds of news and advertisements everywhere so much so that uh, we decided that uh, this part of our brain need to shut down you know we don't want to get bothered by all these advertisements we we look for avenues to to block those pops-ups ads we look for uh, ways to quickly get rid of ad advertisements uh, at the beginning of a YouTube video, uh, if you won't buy any posters, advertisements at the bus stops, we don't we don't lift the thing. I mean, we, we don't even battle our eye uh, unless the advertisements is very interesting. So that brings this uh, bring this point up. In, in this age, where there are so many things that distract us, and there are so many things to look at. How am I? How how can one business differentiate itself in terms of marketing and advertisements? There's only one solution to this, that is to stand out. And how do one advertisement stands out from the rest? Uh, stands out for the from the other advertisements, which preaches the very easy way out to engage someone. So the answer is obvious. You need to engage people in deep thinking for them to actually pay attention 
and register that uh, that code that uh, interesting element in advertisement Make, making sure that these people actually uh, embed into their memory that message that you want to derive uh, towards the audience that is very important so uh, very interestingly this is what advertisement agencies are going to uh, be facing uh, in order to stand apart from the rest of the competition they come up with very creative ways to to engage consumers or engage the people in in deep thinking enough so that a message is embedded deep into the memory of those who who bother or those who actually pay attention. You know when when something is very hard to miss, it becomes uh, fallible because you see it everywhere, and you and you just take one look and that's it. If it's a very simple message that derive across which are, without much thinking or, or watch without much provocation that is it it only resides in our memory for as long as the working memory allows which is very damn short so uh, like I first mentioned my point about uh, the way our brain functions in majorly two ways the working memory and the long-term memory we need to engage people in uh, deep thinking All right uh, notice that I have actually uh, repeating so many of these elements and that is one key thing or one reason why I am doing this because it brings out another fact that the more times a message is repeated, the more true it is. The more times a message is repeated, the more truth, the more true it is. And here it goes. It is right. Uh, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that this is true. Because in our daily basis, when we communicate with other people, when you come across a certain message so strong that so many people are repeating it, you begin to think that it is all real. This is so much so as presented in social media when uh, interesting events happen all over the world and some uh, and a mass of people just posting the same things over and over again just uh, incites a certain sentiments or feelings in people uh, and if these people doesn't do further thinking or deep thinking they might uh, be susceptible su susceptible no susceptible to the to the idea uh, that what is being posted is very true and they began just telling other people about that event or about the message that they thought is true and then 
there will be mass hysteria. Uh, if something uh, grievous or something uh, dangerous, or something very, very much detrimental is presented on the social media or on newspapers or on advertisements. So this is the danger of today's society where news travel quick and seemingly fake news will become true. Alright, I think I've, I've talked about so much of these points, so many of these points and uh, I should not go further. Uh, one, one last point that I should point out. I think there are about three elements in place that I talked about. Going by the, by the rule of three, that uh, I want this kind of information to be embedded into my memory. Three important things that I've talked about, so it's easy to remember. One is of how majorly how our brain functions in terms of processing uh, as working memory or as a long-term memory, that uh, all this storage space in our brain and how advertisement can actually uh, affect the world, uh, the way we look at them, right? So that is one key point. Another key point is about uh, uh, repeating a message. The more true, uh, no, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat this again. The more times a message is repeated, the more true it is. Alright, this is the second point. And what is the third point? Mm, I think I mentioned about a lot of points. Probably the first point that I mentioned can be segregated into two points about how our brain majorly functions uh, in terms of uh, processing our daily tasks as well as trying to... Uh, oh, okay, I think the third point down here is about brain health that we do need to actually exercise our brain as much as the truth is about exercising our body so that we can maintain good physical health as well as mental health capacity. So, yes, go ahead and do some think deep thinking every now and then. And uh, what more can I say? I think that's it. Adios.